Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, August 29th, 2022. I'm Mike Chapoli. All right, how was everyone's weekend? How was the weekend? Everyone have a good weekend? I hope you did, because I had a very relaxing weekend. Not much, <clears throat> not much happened, not much excitement, which I always like. I don't particularly like a weekend of excitement. Uh, I prefer to just uh, relax and en- enjoy my weekend and uh, not look at social media at all and not look at TV at all. <laughs> if you believe that, you're crazy. Of course, that's all I do. I have no life, so I look at social media and I watch TV constantly. And uh, I don't know why I do it because it just enrages me. I just get totally, totally enraged watching Fox and looking at social media and going through the channels and uh, and seeing things that are being done that are just so stupid, so downright moronic, so idiotic that there's absolutely no rhyme or reason for these things to be happening. And you, you know a lot of it has to do with, with COVID and the, and the regulations and, and how the left just will not let them go, how these democratic-run cities and states just simply won't let them go. They won't let them go, no matter what the CD. This is why this nonsense you heard for two and a half years of, well, we follow the CDC, the CDC guidance. We don't look on the internet and look at people with tinfoil hats. We follow the great CDC. And then the CDC finally says, well, you know what? Time to move on. And they won't. So this, this, they, just, they just prove to us time and time again that this is not about science. It's not about health. It's about control. It's about virtue signaling. And it's about who can hate Trump the longest, who can continue hating, quote unquote, Trumpism the longest. So this is what this is all about. And I'm going to go through some things here. But the thing that really, that really makes me upset is the idea that, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Djokovic? Does it Djokovic? Djokovic (laughs) can't come and play in the United States. He can't come and play in the United States because he's not vaccinated. And the United States is one of the few countries, understand this, people in the United States, this isn't like this is a worldwide thing anymore. In fact, we're in the small, small minority of countries that still make you have a vaccination proof before you come into the country. Because see, all these other countries, it took them a while, but they finally realized that the vaccines don't stop the spread. So once they finally realized that the vaccine don't stop, doesn't stop the spread, They said, well, it's stupid to have a vaccine mandate because people can spread it with vaccines, with boosters. It doesn't matter. So what's the point of the whole thing? It doesn't make any sense. So these countries that don't have virtue signaling and Trump hatred and Trump derangement syndrome on the top of their minds, I believe TDS is a worldwide phenomenon, but it's much worse in this country than in other countries. And so there's other countries ended that. So you can go there. You can go to most countries now without anything, really, no restrictions. Except here in this country, you still have to have vaccine papers in order to come in, which, of course, continues to kill businesses. While business is flourishing in, in, other, in other countries around Europe, business here is still being held down because of this ridiculous vaccine mandate. But, however, so he can come in to play a tennis match, which is also outdoors, which we've known since the beginning of time. Outdoors is fine. There's no problem. 
he can't play. But if you're an unvaxxed migrant, forget about unvaxxed migrant. If you're a terrorist unvaxxed migrant, you can just walk into the country and they'll shake your hand and give you a hotel room. So there's no vaccine passport to come into the country. There's no vaccine passport to go on those buses. There's no vaccine passport to stay in the hotels. Nothing. They can just come here by the hundreds and thousands, hundreds and thousands, hundreds of two, two and a half million or something already under Biden in less than two years. So they can do that. But a, a world-class tennis player who's at the tip-top health in tip-top shape can't, can't come in here. And so if this doesn't drive you absolutely crazy, I, something has to be wrong with you. Really, something has to be wrong with you. Because you have a, a, a healthy young tennis player who can't come in here, not allowed to play a match. Forget about staying here. These migrants are here to stay forever. They're not going to leave. They're not going to go to their court dates. We don't know who they are. know nothing about them. Don't know what other diseases they may have or may not have. They're allowed to come in. But Djokovic, a world-class tennis player, is not allowed to come in. And this is what we're dealing with. This is truly, this is the Biden administration throwing common sense, science, everything totally out the window. They simply don't care. Okay? It does not matter to them. None of this matters to them. And this is, they keep on proving it with every passing day, with every passing uh, regulation. They keep on proving that they don't care about science, that they don't care about common sense. They don't want to care about what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. They just simply care about control, virtue signaling, keeping the narrative going, this Trump derangement syndrome that they all have that they cannot get rid of because they don't recognize they have it. Therefore, you know, they say when you're like, when you recognize you have a problem, you're 50% of the way to curing it. Well, they're not even 50% of the way because they don't realize they have a problem. And so they have this Trump derangement syndrome that keeps these things going forever. And so the question is, what are we going to do to stop them from doing it? What are we going to do to get truly back to normal? Right. What are we going to do to get truly back to normal? Now, it's like beating, you know, beating, beating a dead horse, beating my head against a wall to keep talking about November. But that's, of course, only a little over two months away. And the most obvious quick answer, the quickest answer is to vote them out. Right. It's to send a message that we're tired of this stuff. OK, that we're, we're simply tired of these open border policy that lets everyone in. Vaccination status doesn't matter doesn't matter if they're terrorists. We don't know what they are. They could be great people. They could be the soul of the earth, but they can also be terrorists. And we've known that there have been several terrorists, people with those, with that record, known terrorism records that have slipped through the cracks. I think they call them gotaways. But it's enraging. It's absolutely enraging that the policy is simply that a migrant can come in no matter what. And then you have someone like Peter Ducey who asks the question. No one else asked any tough questions at these White House press conferences. But you have Peter Ducey who asked and says straight up, you're letting in migrants walk into the country. They can all have COVID. No one has to have proof of any vaccination. Yet a tennis player can come in to the country and play. And they have no real answer. They give gibberish, nonsense, moronic answers like oh they don't really walk in well, yes they are walking in we have videos that show them walking in they walk in and people shake their hand well they don't what do you mean they don't walk in where they crawl in where they jump in moron jean-pierre is such a fucking idiot 
And so, of course, they walk in. And, of course, Joe, they come up with all these ridiculous twisting and pretzel reasoning. Well, they don't really walk in. Uh, Jozevich is flying in. Uh, it's so stupid. We know he's unvaxxed. We don't know if they're unvaxxed. It's so idiotic. They're idiotic. And we just saw an interview with Joe Rogan and, and Aaron Rodgers where Aaron Rodgers talks about the fact that, you know, he was not vaccinated. And they were going around in what Aaron Rodgers called a, a, uh, a witch hunt and asking the players if they were vaccinated. Now, this is a witch hunt. It's like asking someone if they're a communist. Do you belong to a communist party? It's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. Are you a Jew? It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. I don't care if you believe it's, a, it's too strong of a comparison. If it, it is. It's the same fucking thing. It's a witch hunt. They're all witch hunts. Right? Salem was a witch hunt, witch trial, uh, asking people if they're Jews. Uh, is a witch trial. Asking if they're a communist, that's a witch trial. Asking if they're vaccinated is a witch trial. So this witch trial, witch hunt, whatever you want to call it, they were doing, Aaron Rodgers said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, because these people are dumb. He knows they're dumb and they don't understand the difference. They don't, they don't know what inoculated means. And he just said, I, when, he, when they asked him if he was vaccinated, he didn't say, he said, I'm inoculated. And they said, okay. And then, of course, they found out later that he didn't have the vaccination, but he never said that. He said he was inoculated. If you look up the definition of inoculated, it says being uh, protected from a, a, a virus, from a disease, often, often by vaccination, but not always by vaccination. It could be by like something called natural immunity, which, of course, we know exists. And so that's what Aaron Rodgers was saying. He had natural immunity. He had had COVID. He knows he had had COVID. So he was inoculated. Um, and so that was the big brouhaha over that, that he lied, that he said he had the vaccination, but he didn't say he had the vaccination. He said he was inoculated, but these people are too dumb to understand natural immunity and that you can get inoculation for something other than a jab given to you by big pharma. So that was the big thing. But Aaron Rodgers talked more in detail you know, about that, uh, about the ridiculous, you know, um, a policy. And then Aaron Rodgers went on because he's a smart guy, wanted to talk about how they've been wrong about everything, you know, how they have lied to us about everything. Um, and, but here they are, they continue, they, they lied. This is what really drives me crazy. They lied. They've been caught in the lie. They lied. They've been caught in the lie. They lied. They were caught in the lie. They were caught in two and a half years of lies. And instead of just walking away with their tail between their legs, which is the least they can do. They double and triple and quadruple down by doing these things like not allowing a tennis player in, but allowing in migrants, okay? By having a policy in D.C. where if the children aren't vaccinated, they can't go to school, they can't even do online learning, okay? Which is just a spiteful bitch that the mayor of Washington, D.C. is. And that's, of course, been knocked down. The courts knock all this stuff down because it's all unconstitutionally illegal. But you just have to take them to court and they rely on you not having the money or the time or the wherewithal to take them to court so they can get away with breaking the law. These are cheap criminals. You know, cheap criminals know they're breaking the law, but they still try to get try to get away with it until they're caught. Right. And so these are what these politicians are. They're cheap criminals. Biden, Bow, D.C., Bowser, her name is the you know, Beetlejuice in Chicago, Breed in, in San Francisco. They're all cheap criminals. Newsom, who tried to get away two and a half years, they tried to get away with breaking the law as often as they could until the courts told them they were breaking the law. So they're not, no better than cheap criminals, low-life scum criminals. So 
this is what we're getting, and they're continuing it on. Now, something just came out today, which I've been sending around, and people can't believe it. They think it's probably fake, but it's not. Berkeley sent a memo, UC Berkeley mask requirements. Now, right there, you know the memo's fucked, because there should be no more mask requirements. There should be no page. When you go on these sites, there should be no pages for masks and vaccines anymore. They shouldn't exist. It should be like it's February of 2022 now. All these requirements should not exist. Okay, you should have n- no company or college or, or, or a cultural institution should have any kind of requirements for mass and vaccines on their websites anymore. It should be wiped out. Um, but here it is, the UC Berkeley mass requirements. This is going into this new year here. Masks are strongly recommended but not required indoors. Now, so you go, okay, great. Masks are strongly recommended. They can recommend anything they want. I don't care. I'll stick it up their mother's ass, but not required. Oh, great, good. Then the next thing happens. Masks are required during flu season if not vaccinated for the flu. So, and for some reason, they put this one in parentheses. I don't get that. I guess they want this to stand out. So they put this one, they put this bullet in parentheses. Masks are, let me read this again to you. Masks are required during flu season, if not vaccinated for the flu. This is a, a, supposedly one of the top educational, am I wrong about this? One of the top educational institutions in the country. Let me ask, here's something I want to ask the, the geniuses with 25 degrees each and lots of student debt at Berkeley. Um, first of all, it doesn't say here, I wouldn't put it past them. It doesn't say here that you have to have proof that you had the vaccinations. How do they know? Wait a minute. So are they looking at the honor system again? Are we going back to the honor system of a year and a half ago, two years ago? Because they said, if you're vaccinated, you don't got to wear a mask. So if I walk around without a mask, are they going to ask, are they asking everyone who doesn't have a mask for vaccination, for flu vaccination papers? Is that what they're going to do? Because I don't even think you get a vaccination card with the flu, unless they're going to start that now. Um, But so I don't get it. So is it the honor system? That's the one thing I want to ask these brilliant geniuses at Berkeley. I'm guessing it's the honor system. It doesn't say you have to show proof. I believe that'd be very cumbersome. When you have a policy where COVID, it's not COVID anymore, so that doesn't matter. It's just a flu. And if you see someone walking without a mask indoors, you're going to ask them for their flu card? That seems very cumbersome. I'm guessing they're not going to do that. So that that policy, of course, makes no sense. Also, I want to ask them, why didn't they do this for the flu before COVID? Why hasn't this always been the policy for the flu? Why all of a sudden now, for the flu, are we doing masks? Are we doing masks for colds? Are we doing masks for bronchitis? Are we doing masks for the sniffles? How about for like uh, things like uh, allergies and sinuses? I know you can't catch those, but it doesn't matter. What does science matter? Science doesn't matter. Why don't you do it for allergies and sinuses and things like that? How fucking stupid are these people? This is a this is fucking Berkeley. This is fucking Berkeley people, and this is what they're doing. And what science has said that the the first we know this is just insane. We know masks don't stop the spread of COVID. We know that. So masks stop the spread of the flu. What science has said that? I want to ask Berkeley something. They've worn masks in China and a lot of Asian countries forever. They have no flu there. They've had less flu there. They've had no flu in China. 
They've had no flu in all these Asian countries where they always wear masks, and they have always worn masks for years and years and years through many flu seasons. Now, if by some weird chance we had known, like for decades, you know, these Asian countries, there's no flu. We say, well, maybe the masks do stop the flu, right? But no, of course, it's not the case. They, of course, they get the flu and they get it bad, just like everyone else. So we know masks don't stop the spread of the flu. But that's the one question I want to ask Berkeley. Wait a minute. So now after COVID, post-COVID, now the masks are going to work for everything? We're going to have masks for everything? Where, where's the studies? Show me the studies that all of a sudden now show in 2022 that the mask stopped the spread of the flu. Of course, there are none. But you think Berkeley would care about studies? If I came into a Berkeley and I said, give me studies. So this is a university called Berkeley, and they're going to say, eh, we don't care about studies. What do studies matter? We're a university. I mean, this is the total insanity of these fucking fakakta idiots. And this is why people don't want to get education anymore. This is why this co- this is why you're hearing more and more people talk about how these colleges are shit. And this whole idea of you need a college education, that those promos, of course, put up by colleges who charge these exorbitant the colleges are in the dumps now because we know these ridiculous exorbitant rates they have. It's it's impossible for most people to go unless you're connected or wealthy. Uh, the, 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 these degrees aren't worth the fucking paper they're written on. Toilet paper is worth more than these degrees. They're, you get an education from these extreme liberals who don't give you a real education. They try to give you more of indoctrination. It's getting worse than ever. I know colleges are always known as liberal. Professors are always known as liberal, but it's gotten much, much worse now as we're seeing. So what is the point of going anymore? What is the point of going to university that truly believes that masks stop the spread of the flu after what we have just been through for the last two and a half years. I mean, to me, it's ab- it's absolutely pointless. I can't imagine anyone going there. To me, it's 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 a, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It, it truly is. It truly is. And I think people are seeing more and more now how a college education doesn't really mean much. It doesn't really mean much. It's more in a way of a virtue signaling, intelligence. I can look at my college degree from a degree where the professors, all they do is teach. It teach their, their life belief, their belief system. Instead of teaching the curriculum and teaching you actually, giving you actually knowledge. And you're going to a university where the, the, the dean, the, the, the faculty, the top people running it put out this stupid shit saying, Vaccines, masks are required indoors unless you have the, the flu vaccination, the flu, flu shot. It, it's absolutely insane. It really is absolutely insane. But these places are not going to learn until people stop going, until they lose money, until they lose money. People are not, they're not going to stop going, so they're not going to learn their lesson. They can be able to do whatever they want. They can be as authoritarian as they want. They want to be as stupid anti-science as they want. We had, this is a college, I can't say this enough, pushing voodoo, pushing like medieval medicine, pushing like 1918 science. This is fucking insane that these people have a goddamn job. Forget how much money they make. If I told you how much money they make, these people at the top, your head would explode. Your head, money for knowing nothing. Money for being pencil-pushing bureaucrat nerd losers. These are people that you would never want to go to a dinner party with. 
Imagine a dinner party with these people. These are the people who think they know everything and know nothing. They have zero common sense, zero street cred, zero street smarts, nothing. All they see, all these people are the same because they've all learned from the same people. These people have all learned from the same people. Lefty, nutty professors pushing their their political ideology. Okay? Feeling emotionally whole by pushing that political ideology on another generation of people. So it's passed down through generations. Stupidity. There's no common sense. It's passed down through generations. (sighs) I can't say, you know, people say, well, I went to college and I, I dropped out because I, I felt I knew more than the professors. I don't necessarily think I know more than these professors about the subject that they're teaching. But when you know, when you have more common sense than they do, when you know you have more common sense than they do, when you know they're pushing their political ideology and they're not being fair, it, you don't feel like you can get anything from them. You really don't feel, and that's the way I often felt taking these classes. I felt like my common sense trumped their book knowledge. That's the way I always felt. And my common sense trumped, if you will, their book knowledge. And that understanding that they were trying to push stuff on me is, and, I, and, I, and this has worked both ways, by the way. I should say this has not always been, it's, it's, been, it's worked both ways. It's not always like, they're pushing their left-wing ideology on me. I've had presses that try to push the, this is, this is the minority, but this was on Staten Island, of course, in New York, which is incredibly right-wing. I've had professors try to push their right-wing ideology, their right-wing beliefs on me, and I actually got uh, a professor fired for it when I was in college. Um, it, it's, and I, that felt great. I wish I could get some left-wing professors fired. But my feeling is they should all be canned when they start pushing their political beliefs when they start pushing that. But the problem is it's much easier to fire someone, and they do this all the time, pushing right-wing ideology, right? Because the lefties run most of those institutions. And for PR purposes, of course, with the wokeness and all that, it's easy, it's easy to get rid of someone pushing the right-wing stuff, the conservative stuff. But when you're pushing the left-wing stuff, the woke stuff, that's fine. That, that, go, that flies fine. That goes over fine. But when you're pushing the right-wing stuff, which very few of them do, but when they do, you hear about it because the wokeness and the political correctness wipes them, gets them canceled. Look, this is what we see on Twitter, right? If you if you have a if you have a if a conservative point of view, they cancel you, they suspend you. I'll get more into that in a second. But if you have a left-wing point of view and you're spouting left-wing like absolute drivel, like like Rob Reiner, you never get canceled. You never get suspended. So this is the, this is really the the double standard. So it's so social media, it's, it's in colleges, it's 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 all over the place. Um, the Rob Reiner, did you, did you guys see Rob Reiner on, on on Bill Maher? I mean, it was just when you watch Rob Reiner on Bill Maher talking, what you're getting is a, is a window into the the quote unquote brain of somebody, and Bill Maher caught him, who simply gets all of his knowledge from his friends and MSNBC, from the people in his Hollywood circle who all think like him, right? They all second each other's ideas. They all think exactly the same. They never disagree with each other. And from MSNBC, it's almost like a five-year-old watching the boob tube and repeating what they see. That's what Rob Reiner does. That's what all of those left-wing nutjobs, George Takai, 
They all do. And I don't know what kind of people they are. You know, I, I don't know. But I do know that politically they're, they're morons. Simply because they have no ideas of their own. They, they have no critical thinking abilities. Unless it comes to like Trump, then they criticize everything. Not even knowing what he's doing, they'll criticize it. Which is what I've talked about in the past. That Trump was for the vaccine, the passports, and the masks. The liberals would have been totally against all of it. Just because Trump was pushing it. They don't have any ideas or thoughts or, or of their own. It's all what they see on television and pass around from friend to friend. And Bill Maher caught him on this. He said something like, it was like, oh, oh, the Hunter Biden thing. He was talking about the Hunter Biden story and the way all these social media outlets, you know, and and uh, and news agencies, not, not named Fox, totally ignored it, pretended it wasn't a story, it wouldn't cover it, and therefore covered up for Biden and Hunter. And, and, and Rob Reiner said the dumbest fucking thing. He said, well, did we know they do that? We know, did we know that? Really? I don't know. I don't know if we did that. Did we, how do we know? <clears throat> and Bill Maher said, well, you wouldn't know because you watch MSNBC. That's all you do. And Rob Reiner said, oh, no, I don't know. No, no. Rob Reiner watches P- PBS and NPR as well. So that's, that's his eclectic viewpoints. Of course, Rob Reiner's a liar. If you watch Fox, he would know, right? If you listen to podcasts like mine or you know, a uh, podcast on the right, Mark Levin, if you listen to talk radio, right, he would know that Hunter Biden's story was, how would you not know that? You don't know that the New York Post's Twitter feed was was suspended, the New York Post, because they put out a story about Hunter Biden. So Rob Biden doesn't know that. He's on Twitter all the fucking time. So he's a liar. Of course he knows that. What really gets me about people like him is they'll say, oh, we don't, do we know that? Yet he knows for sure Trump and Russia, Trump and, and, and the documents. He knows for sure. That's all stuff. He's a criminal Trump. He knows that for sure. <laughs> These people are a fucking joke. And I don't want to hate Rob Reiner because I like his movie. I think he's a good director. I love Stand By Me. I love uh, Misery. I loved him in All in the Family. So, you know what? That's why I think celebrities shouldn't share their points of view politically because it makes me not like them. And it makes me want to revisit their, their stuff they've done and think, do I, do I really like that? Do I really want to like that? Do I want to like them in the future? They should just shut up. You shouldn't know their point of view because you don't have to because they're celebrities. They're actors and directors. They don't need to come out and talk about their politics. If they want to run for office, then that's fine. But if not, just shut the fuck up. Instead of losing half your audience, you moron. Yeah, so that was interesting. Rob Reiner on, on, on Bill Maher. Bill Maher, who's finally woken up. It took him a while. But realizing, realizing that there's a real double standard in the media, there's a real left-wing bias, all this stuff that's obvious, that the Democratic Party has zero common sense, as they continue to show. Left-wing has no common sense, as they continue to show, like Berkeley just did, like Biden does with his policies as far as vaccines and getting into this country. It's zero common sense. It's zero common sense. And then you have Fauci coming out and continuing to deny and deny he had any role in the lockdowns and the heading. He comes out the other day and he says, you know, he says, oh, I don't think any of this stuff had any, even if it was a little, even if we were a little off, it doesn't have any long-term effect on people. These lockdowns and these policies aren't going to have any long-term, didn't do any long-term damage. This is what an elitist he is. This is what an elitist prick this guy is. Obviously, 90, he doesn't have any kids, doesn't realize the damage. We're seeing doctors 
like Liana Wen, who was from Mass, who were coming out and saying that she was wrong because the Mass have, have, have negatively affected kids, her kids. Fauci has no idea. She's an elitist prick that he can say, oh, no, just laugh it off. No, no, no one's going to really be, no, there'll be no long term. We're finding out day by day, more and more damage. The, the Telegraph of the UK just put out a, uh, a story how the lockdowns have killed more people now than COVID. Lockdowns have done more damage and killed more people than COVID. Of course, if you or I had said that two years ago, we probably, even now, probably still on social media, we get banned, we get canceled, we get eliminated. But of course we were right. But Fauci is such an, he's such an elitist prick. He really is. I like that idea of chucking him across the Potomac more and more every day. I really do. Someone should make like an animated, um, someone with some talent should make some, an animated cartoon of DeSantis, <laughs> if they haven't done it already, DeSantis chucking Fauci across the Potomac. I think that would be a, a fucking hit. A short animated film. It would be very really cathartic for me to see that visualized, even through animation, because this guy is just a, the, the biggest scumbag of all time. He truly is. The worst, the most horrible satanic doctor ever. Well, since Mengele, I'll give him that much. Maybe he's number two. But yeah, this is, this is what we're seeing. This constant doubling and tripling down of these, these failed policies that we now know. This is why it's gotten past the point of, well, we didn't know... First of all, it was new. Whatever, all that bull, all those bullshit excuses evolving, you know. Uh, Fauci, it's gotten it, it, it's got to the point now where there's no excuse anymore. You know it was harmful. You know it hurt people. Yet you won't admit it, and you continue to want to do it. You continue to want to do more of it. That what that's when you cross the line from stupid to evil. Okay, that's when you cross the line from stupid to evil. Okay. Um. But what we're seeing is is um, very few people standing up, you know, for what is right. And I think this is a big missed opportunity for Republicans to not talk about this, to not connect the dots on all of this stuff. You know, not not to push this Democrats or the anti common sense party. You know, it, I I think that's a mistake. It's a mistake at this point now, going into November, not go whole hog on their terrible COVID errors and their terrible COVID policies and how the Republicans were right and the Democrats were wrong, how the Republicans saved lives and Democrats caused lives. I think if you're not going whole hog on that when you have all the evidence and all the momentum right now, I think is a huge, huge mistake. It's a huge mistake, especially when the polls are showing things being tight. If you were way ahead, you play it safe. I understand that, but that's not the case right now. So I think the, you really, the Republicans are missing a huge opportunity. It's kind of lack, lack of courage, I believe, in, in, in really pushing this narrative, this true narrative of how the Democrats were wrong at every step, how the leader of the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, was wrong at every step. And I believe the leader right now of the Republican Party is not Donald Trump, it's Ron DeSantis, was right every step of the way. Okay, and this is not how Fauci, what a, what a liar he is, what a con man. He tries to, oh, well, the science, the science evolved, it evolved, you know, we didn't know. And 
why, why did Jay Bhattacharya know? Why did Marley McCarry know? Why did Peter McCullough know? Why did Mark McDonald know? Why did Vinay Prasad? Why did all these doctors know? How about the GBD, the Great Barrington Declaration of 2020? How come they knew? So they were ahead of the evolving science. They were clairvoyant. This is how full of shit Fauci was. He not evolved. He was wrong. He was wrong because he's always wrong. But the sociopath cannot admit they're wrong. So they continue to do the wrong things that hurt people because they're an evil sociopath. Video of him chucking <laughs> the elf across the Potomac would be absolutely, absolutely hilarious. But yeah, okay, so there's more of the COVID stuff that I couldn't get away from this weekend. Um, by the way, we have a, uh, I have a friend who's in... Uh, uh, Tel Aviv, Israel, and he's been putting these videos up of how everything is totally back to normal. People are not wearing masks outdoors. They're not wearing masks indoors. They're not wearing masks on public transit. They're not wearing masks anywhere. Okay? So everything is back to normal. Everything is 100% back to normal. And, uh, of course, we're talking about places like Tel Aviv, Israel, which is a very dense place. You know, there's a lot of people in a very small area geographically. So, one would think those people would think they're in more danger than other people where it's all spread out. No, they have no they're not wearing masks. There's no more masks. He doesn't see one. There's not one person in the United States, I believe, who can say they don't see one. Almost every day if they go out and about. And of course if you live in a place like San Francisco, I see tens and tens, hundreds. So, you know, that's uh, uh that's part of the issue, I think, you know, leading into, um, into November is this constant failure to admit being wrong and constantly and continuing, even though you know you're wrong, to push these things that hurt people. I, I can't imagine how that's not a winning message, how that's not going to resonate to a lot of people who simply want to get back to normal. Look, the people, let's put it this way, the people who don't want to get back to normal, they're Democrats anyway, Okay. If you see people wearing a mask now, they're voting Democrat, okay? If you see people wearing a mask now, they are Biden voters, they love Obama, they love Hillary, they're voting Democrat. They never vote Republican, they will never vote Republican. So who cares about those people? You don't care about offending. Why are Republicans fair to care about offending those people? They're not going to vote for them anyway. Then you talk about the majority of people out there, often the silent majority of the last two years, who are tired of all this and know how wrong they were and know how hurtful they were. And those people can be on the fence. They can be independents. They can be soft Republicans. These are people you need to bring out. These are the people you need to – or they could be the Democrats like myself who have switched over, right? People who never really liked Obama, people who never, who never liked Hillary. There are many of us too, Right? who aren't wearing masks now, who, who never liked wearing masks, who hardly wore masks, who are tired of this shit. And maybe we've never voted Democrat, Republican before, right? Maybe, maybe we've uh, always, uh, you know, leaned towards a Democrat. But those are the people the Republicans need to go after. And there's so many out there, okay? There's so many out there who are not vocal about it, but they know it. In their heart and their minds, they know it. They feel it. They don't want to do this again. And they don't want to... Um, give the party who did this more time and power, more power over them. They don't, you know. So um, I think I think the Republicans are missing an opportunity. 
My hope is after the after uh, Labor Day, there's a kind of a, a transition to this. Um, here, here's a video of Biden, another another good doctor, Eli David. So why Doctor Eli David Fauci? Why, hey Fauci, why did he know it was all bullshit? How did he know you were wrong? Was he ahead of the evolving science also? Doctor Eli David shows Biden wearing a mask while alone outdoors. So this is Biden wearing a mask outdoors, no one around him. Then he takes it off when he enters the airplane. Okay? He's outside by himself, walking, wearing a mask. Then as he's going up the stairs into his airplane, he takes it off. And he writes, isn't science amazing? So why is Biden doing that? I hate to analyze someone who has dementia. It could just be that easy. He's got dementia. He doesn't know what he's doing. He maybe he thinks it's off when it's on, it's on when it's off. That's very possible. He doesn't, he doesn't know the difference between a spoon and a fork anymore. But or he's, this is, once again, this is like, it's all for the camera shot, right? The camera shot, as usual, shows the president going up the stairs to Air Force One, okay? And he's wearing the mask the whole time. And then he's about to go into the plane. I think Biden, well, he turns to wave. So maybe he wants everyone to see his face. Or he took it off having dementia. He took it off a little too early. But then he goes to the plane without the, without the mask on, where there's no camera anymore. So this is once again, this is like all this virtue signaling. And we've seen this. We've seen shots of politicians when they know they're on camera, they're wearing a mask. When they don't know they're on camera, they don't have a mask on. We've seen it with Fauci, with, with, uh, with Fauci at the ball game, Biden. We've seen it in Newsom. We've seen it with London Breed in San Francisco. This is what we've seen. So it's all for the camera, basically. It's all this virtue signaling. It's all saying, hi, I'm not Trump. Hi, I'm the anti Let, Let's face it. That's basically what it's saying. Look at me. I'm the anti-Trump. I'm the anti-Trump. Once again, if Trump was for masks, they'd all be saying, look at that moron wearing masks. Look at that moron pushing this voodoo medicine. We're not going to wear masks. <laughs> so obvious. You know, let me go back to, uh, I want to play a couple of quick clips. I want to go back to my original uh, story of talking about the unvaxxed migrants being allowed in while, while jo Djokovic is not allowed in. Any athlete, by the way, is not allowed in. Even in Toronto, you can't play without being vaccinated either. So it's not. It's it's the United States and Canada. It's Trump. It's it's Biden and uh, and Trudeau. What a what a shock! Um, but here's uh, Peter Ducey talking to uh, Jean Pierre about this. World class tennis players are not. Are you you're talking about which world class tennis player? Novak Djokovic. So as far, you know. Just to just since you asked about me about him, you asked me about him. So visa records are confidential under U.S. law. Uh, therefore, the U.S. government cannot uh, discuss the details of individual visa cases uh, due to privacy reasons. The U.S. government also does not comment on medical information of individual travelers as it relates to uh, the tennis uh, the tennis play, uh, player. Look. Uh, those the questions regarding vaccination requirements is 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 I defer you to CDC. This is a CDC uh, requirement for foreign nationals. Uh, this is something that they decide. Uh, this is uh, so. This is something that is up to them. The U.S. Open and their participant protocols. I refer you to them. They have their own specific protocols as well. But so they're two different things. They're two different things. And here's here's another clip here. 
for each of them. They have their own specific protocols as well. But, so they're two different things. They're two different things. But, so are, how is it two different things? Somebody unvaccinated comes over on a plane. You say that's not okay. Somebody walks into Texas or Arizona unvaccinated. They're allowed to stay. Why? But that's not how it works. Yeah. Like we actually no. I know that that's not what you guys want to happen, but that is what what is happening. But that's not. It's not like somebody walks over and <laughs> that's not. That's, that's not how. Exactly what's happening. We well, thousands of people are walking in a day. Some of them turn themselves over. Some of them are caught. Tens of thousands a week are not. That is what is happening. So. Let me just lay out what we have done under this administration. We have installed new border technology and set up joint protocols with Mexico and Guatemala to catch more human traffickers. We have already made over 3,000 arrests in the first three months of launching an unprecedented anti-smuggling campaign with regional partners. We've secured record levels of funding for the Department of Homeland Security. So what the fuck does that have to do? With their vaccination status, they have security that detects whether they're vac that they have COVID or not, or they have vaccinated. What what is see the way she pivoted away from the whole vaccination thing? Because there is no answer. Because she's an idiot. Her boss is a fucking idiot. Their policy is moronic, and they know it. So she pivots away from the vaccination thing to say, "Oh, we're catching smugglers, or we're catching terrorists." There's nothing to do. He asked about vaccination, and the difference, the double standard between them being able to come in by the tens of thousands not knowing the vaccination status and not allowing someone like Djokovic in. And the CDC, by the way, does not make, that's not a full of shit thing. The CDC doesn't decide. The CDC are a few fucking doctors. They don't decide public policy, okay? They don't decide who, they don't, they don't get to control human lives, okay? Joe Biden is the, is the president of the United States. We have a Congress here, okay? They're the ones that make laws. The CDC doesn't make laws. They don't make that decision. Joe Biden's letting them make the decision because he's a fucking idiot. Donald Trump wouldn't let them make that decision. He'd fucking take them, tear them apart before he let them control anything. Same with Ron DeSantis. So she's full of shit. The Biden administration is giving the CDC the power. The CDC has no power, okay? They have no power to make public policy. The Biden administration is simply deferring to them. And by the way, they just said two weeks ago that there's no differentiation between a vaccinated person and unvaccinated anymore. So why would this policy stay? If the CDC says in one breath, there's no way to differentiate anymore, we're not going to differentiate between vaccinated and unvaccinated, why would you have a policy of only allowing vaccinated people in when they're saying there's no fucking difference? How stupid are these people? They don't see how fucking contradictory they are. They don't see the hypocrisy because they're dumb Pencil pushers, they're dumb, no common sense pencil pushers who got their education from places like Berkeley. That's the real answer to this whole thing. In fact, most of these people fall into that category. That's why. That's why we have these policies that are meaningless. That's why. I mean, it's absolutely insane. It's also insane that Peter Ducey is the only one that challenges these idiots, the only one that asks these real questions. That's not what's happening, she said. It's not what's happening. They're not walking in. Well, that's actually exactly what they're, what they're doing. Where they, we see the videos again. We see the fucking videos of them coming in by the thousands every day, walking in, not being stopped, being bussed to New York, being bussed to D.C., 
Don't believe your eyes. Don't believe your lying eyes. Does it matter? The truth is what we say. The truth, that's very 1984, right? Two and two is four. Two and two is four. Two and two is four. Two and two is five. No, two and two is what we say it is. If we say it's five, it's five. We say it's seven and a half. It's seven and a half. Right? Remember that? 1984? Don't give us... uh, Anyway, I'm going to stop talking. I've been talking for 45 minutes. I'm very talky on this Monday. It's all pent up from the weekend. I'm going to have someone else talk. Uh, Daniel, why don't you talk for a minute? What's up? Hey, Daniel, are you there? Oops. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's why I don't talk, because I can't find a little button on my phone. <laughs> so um, I have a, uh, I think there's a reasonable guess at what is going on at, at UC Berkeley. Um, we just had the CDC admitting um, uh, over a week ago that the unvac shouldn't be treated any differently than the vaccinated, and therefore um, masking of the unvaccinated is out at Berkeley. And for whatever reason, be it um, political hate or medical neuroses, there's a lot of people at Berkeley, especially in the administration, that seems to really love these masks. Um, And so they won. It's, I think it's as simple as that. So they probably sat around with lawyers and uh, and they said, okay, we can't uh, ask people to mask anymore because the CDC, what CDC has said about um, SARS-CoV-2, COVID. Um, but how about because of the flu? And everyone's probably go, oh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, we can get away with this for a little while at least. And, and so they did that. Yeah. So so they love masks at Berkeley? I don't think, what is it? They're, 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 is it a fetish? What do they love? They love them. They love masks. I think they, they, I don't think they love their mask on themselves as much as they love to see it on others, because I think that they, what they figure it's, it's a, it's the uh, scarlet letter. They, um, I think they um, figured that if you're not um, vaccinated, you're more likely to be um, conservative uh, or right of center. Um, and uh, so they want to punish you and they want to, they want you to be openly humiliated and wearing people, telling people to put something um, totally ridiculous, a little talisman on their face is, is definitely a effective way of ridiculing people and humiliating. And showing you have control over them. You can make them do what you say. You see, that's another thing that I find with these professor types, that most of them were probably picked on, bullied, punched, kicked when they were in school, when they were kids had no control. And this is like their, this is like, it's not just, it's like an emotional thing. Also, it's a psychological thing when now they have the control over people and they like, they like controlling people. They like seeing they have, they have control. They never had when they were children and they never had through childhood. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to give the thumbs down on that one. I know um, lots of people that are um, very well educated, um, that people that are both MDs and PhDs in the hard sciences. And these are really uh, robust people. They weren't the, um, the shrimps in the group that everyone picked on. Um, they're smart people, capable people, um, most of their entire lives, I'm sure. Um, and, but they aren't the ones that are in control of what's going on at Berkeley. There's an administration. Well, that's right. I'm that's, talking uh, about the administration. Or that's, I'm not talking about yeah. I'm talking about the administration, the people who make these rules, the people who make yeah, these and, and, rules. Yeah, and many, yeah, and many, 
and many of the administrations, especially the, the, the most high up, the president of the university, these people are political appointees. And, um, and they can have very, very limited education. They could have very, very limited interest, actually, in education. They are there to serve essentially as a CEO of a big corporation. Uh, which is UC, and um, and that's that's pretty much their only interest is is pulling in money. That's the job of a CEO always is to always go out and whether you're looking for venture capital money or whether you're looking for money from the government. That's the that's the job of a CEO is to keep the funding coming in, no matter what your uh, industry is. And and that's you know, these these aren't these aren't smart people. These are people that are they're, they're connected. They're they're connected to to other money. Um, and, and, and that's it. And so they are, you know, they have either they're, um, medically neurotic or they're, they're practicing their hateful politics. Um, and they just want to single out people on the campus that, um, don't go along and are, are, um, yeah, I just aren't following the, uh, the, the progressive, um, woke philosophy du jour. Which has nothing to do with liberalism anymore. Uh, absolutely, it has nothing to do with liberalism anymore. Exactly, there's also an arrogance to these people. But you know, these people have this arrogance to them um, that they are so intelligent, that they're so smart, they have so many degrees, that they uh, are right. They can't be wrong. That they can't be wrong. When they all get together and they make a, they make a decision. It's got to be the best decision in the world, right? It's got it has to be right. They, they, it got, it's got to be airtight. And they have to 100% correct because these are the smartest people. We're all the smartest people. Hey, you're the smartest. I am the, well, well, hey, you're the smartest person. We're all the smartest people in the world, right? We're at Berkeley. We run Berkeley, baby. So if we're making this decision, it's got to be based on what? Facts, science. Where's their studies then? I want to ask them. Show me the studies you've used. Show me the studies you've used to show that that proves that this masking, these paper cloth masks are going to stop the spread of the flu now. You never prove you they stop the flood of. They they never prove they stop the spread of COVID. Now show me how. Now now show me the proof that doesn't exist. Of course, that they stop the spread of the flu. Where where's yeah. the proof? Where are the papers? Where are the where are the doctors? Of course, yeah. Of course, there's no proof because that's what we base most of the um, our knowledge about the performance of uh, masks on prior to to SARS-CoV-2. And there's no reason, given the size of the virus, there's no reason to to have changed any recommendations. And of the 14 approximately randomized controlled trials, um, which were rather small randomized controlled trials, almost all of them, possibly all of them, done in hospitals um, where people were trained by OSHA on how to wear their mask and, and they wore them all day long in the hospital setting. And and then there was a meta study that followed up that included those fourteen randomized controlled trials into it to try to get better stats out of that and more power, more statistical power out of that. And once you know, and once again, they find that um, no effect. And what's more, I mean, this, there's no effect even for N95s. And what's more, it appeared in some of the RCTs, some of the randomized control of those fourteen, it actually had a negative effect. And so they, if you were to go to, for, for, for one thing, there were no um, UC Berkeley um, uh, um, uh, kind of uh, uh, meetings where the community could get together and talk about these masking policies. They, they they totally limited that, and that was one of the beauties of of the lockdown. Right. Um, and, yeah. and Zooming was shutting down discussion of all types, shutting down dissent of all types. Um, 
So, so it makes you me never to, what makes me want to wring their their pencil thin necks is that it makes me want to ring it makes me want to ring them too and i'm and i'm one of those you know i'm one of those academics um and your, neck, and, is, your uh, neck is pretty thick and i've seen your neck it's not it's not pencil thin but, well, but, but. i i, I want to ring some necks too and and i've you know i talked to to pe- people um that in at in at berkeley that were you know totally gung-ho about every aspect of this um whether it comes to the masking whether it comes to the lockdowns yeah. Whether it comes to when it comes to forced vaccination, coerced vaccination, um, they were totally gung ho about it all. Now they're now they're gradually seeing that, oh, this was a huge mistake. And, but they're taking this perspective of, oh, it's a huge mistake. But but this is science. This is how science is done. And I just say, no, sorry, I'm not letting you get away with this. We have over a hundred years of conventional epidemiology that tells us this is not the way you do it in epidemics. We departed drastically from conventional epidemiology. That was a horrid experiment, and the horrid experiment failed. Well, and we and, knew, but, but we really knew before me, going into this right. horrid experiment how right. it was going to turn out. But what makes me more angry is that we now know there are actual studies, there's actual proof, there's actual evidence that masking has had a detrimental effect on people, especially younger generations, and yet they're still doing this. They're continuing this. This is what makes me really pissed off at them. Yeah, and and we've had discussions in the past where where this is this is obvious that this is a political symbol, and and it's being forced on people, and it's being forced to to humiliate people, and um, and this this has to stop. And, yeah, and, and, and she she sends a message. So how many uh, black students at Berkeley won't take a flu vaccine? Based off history, I imagine a higher percentage in other groups. So Berkeley ends up fucking over the marginalized groups they pretend to uplift. Yeah, well we've seen this. We've seen this throughout this whole pandemic, right? We've seen this throughout the last two and a half years, like in, in Washington D.C., where they're going to make yeah, students take. Yeah, forty percent of the students are, are, are the forty percent of the students that would not be able to take classes, would not be able to get education, are black. Yep, blacks had one of the lowest vaccine, or the lowest vaccination rate by race, had the lowest vaccination rate in, in the country. And as I have said from the beginning, because I am a liberal. And from the very beginning, I have said you that, about these illiberals that have taken over the Democratic Party. They've abandoned every aspect of, of what I have known to be liberalism. And one of those was standing up for the little guy. And and here they are just beating the crap out of the little guy, yeah. um, you know, forcing, forcing them to get vaccinations that they don't want, forcing them out of their jobs, humiliating them with wearing masks, locking them down in their homes so they can't make a living. I mean... It, they just beat the crap out of the lower and middle class. And where did all this money go to? It went to the upper class as stock soared. Now stocks are taking a dive, and 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 a lot of the smart people uh, probably got out of the stock market um, at least you know six months to a year ago. And they're just not, they're not sticking around for the dive, so they cleaned up. And the, those up in the very 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 highest tax, tax brackets that um, own. Um, Big uh, publicly traded companies that uh, were, all the money was was shifted to as privately traded companies dried up because of the lockdown mandates. They, yeah, they did very 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 well. The poor got the shit kicked out of them. The Absolutely. poor got the shit kicked out of them, especially in third world countries where at least at this point half a million ch- children by the World Health not World but by the World Bank organization. Um, uh, by World Bank did an estimate a few couple months ago, estimating at that time that approximately a half a million children died 
because of the economic fallout worldwide. And that number is just going to increase dramatically over the next year or two. And I will not be surprised one bit if we get a new estimate in 2024 that says two to three million children died worldwide because of vaccine policy, but kind of not because of vaccine policy, because of the lockdown policies and the vaccination policies that put people out of work so that there was a slowdown of productivity and the, which, you know, just killed the economy worldwide and uh, people having to stay home to take care of the children, their children, which is another economy killer. I mean, there's so many ways that all these policies killed and killed the economy. Well, I want to, I want to, <laughs> I do, I do want to end the show, but I want to end it on this. More, more arrogance, Daniel. Isn't this Fauci? I don't know if you know this, but he also just said recently that he knows exactly. This is how arrogant this little prick is. I know exactly when I got infected. He said with COVID. He claims it was during a forty-five minute period where he went maskless, <laughs> unmasked, while he was being honored. He knows. No one knows when they got COVID. Okay, everyone. No one knows. Like you can get COVID anytime. Okay, anytime, any place. Masked, unmasked, whatever it may be. But Fauci knows exactly the 45-minute period. This is this shows once again all and all he wants to push is this narrative that when he when he when he was being honored and he made the slight mistake of being unmasked for 45 minutes, if only he had worn masks. How full of shit is this guy? Really, seriously. He's a very, 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 very sick man. <laughs> There's no other way to put it, is there? There's no it's, it's it's the God's honest truth. This man is mentally ill. Well, and he's, he's lying. He's the only whether whether he started, he's full of shit. Yeah, whether he started out his career mentally ill or it's something that you know power corrupts, and uh, he's had a lot of power in in this country over the years, and and uh, whether that power has corrupted this man's mind. Um, who knows? I don't know. All I know is where he is right now. And this is a very, 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 very sick individual. He did so much damage to this world, not just our country, not just our state, to this entire world. More, more, there have been more live years lost so far from that half a million children than there are live years saved from the people who, that almost all of which, uh, when you look, when, when you look at the numbers, you know, these, these are mostly people that died. Uh, past their average life expectancy, so right. so, so those live years lost were, were minimal um, per, per individual that died from from, from that for. First of all, we all, of course have to make the distinction between died with COVID and died from COVID, and those stats will eventually be fleshed out, and we'll find that this million number is going to be maybe around 200, 250,000. We're going to talk about bad flu season, and people at that point. Some of them are going to be really pissed, and then some of them are just going to say, oh, what's on the Kardashians for tonight? You know, it's, it's going to be really, really pathetic when, when, when the, um, the full extent of the way our societies were, were manipulated by the pharmaceutical industry and, and politicians that um, were using this, the power that they, they got from uh, emergency measures to, 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 to further their careers. And it's going to be, it's going to be gut-wrenching. And I hope people pay attention at that point. And if they aren't convinced and weren't convinced over the last two and a half years that this is the worst and most heinous crime committed ever in human history, they will be then. The question is, in my mind, is are they just going to shrug it off and say what's on TV? We're not. Well, Daniel, thanks for the call. I appreciate it.
Yeah. Really. Have a good night. As always. Yes, you too. Uh, I just want to give a little bit a, of a, a preview for tomorrow. Um, Drew Barrymore, Frolics in the Rain. Drew Barrymore takes a video of herself frolicking in the rain, and she's called a racist. Are you confused? Yeah, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to this uh, Monday edition of And Let's Be Heard. I'm Mike Cachopoli, and remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I will catch you here tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel.